on the dotted line. Tell a new end, they show alliance is ready to give you the business. And you already know, let's talk. Yo, what's going on? My name is Deshaun Lines, one half of On The Dotted Line. And we have two topics that we're going to discuss today. We're going to this, first we're going to discuss the Tristan Thomas and Khloe Kardashian situation. We're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about LeBron James HBO special, The Shop. We'll talk about that on the second segment. But the first segment is The Cheating. Tristan Thomas yet again cheated on Khloe Kardashian. Um, cheated on her by a lady named, a young lady named Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods, she's a friend of Kylie Jenner and she's a friend of the family. And it was reports out there saying that Tristan Thomas cheated. They, it was reports saying they slept together and, you know, that was the big news out there um then jordan was the young lady she went on the round table that's uh i believe that's um jada pickett jada pickett smith show that's her show she has a facebook um live show called the round table and she had jordan was there and the smith family they know her family, you know the Woods family. Um, I believe Will Smith was saying that her father, Jordan Woods, was the he did he did the music of the Fresh Prince. He he was doing the music, and he's close to that young lady, Jordan Woods. So they had her on the show to pretty much explain what happened, what's her side of the story, because. You know, Twitter and the media, they can they, they, they will spin stories. They will spin stories to get headlines because they don't care about the truth if the lie is more entertaining. I'm not saying that um, I'm taking anybody's side. I'm just saying with the media, they, this is what they do. They normally do that. They, they still spin the truth because the lie is more entertaining. So she went on the show and Jada Smith said, you know, I mean, not quite said Jada Smith, um, um, what's her name? I keep forgetting uh, her name. Uh, Jada, <laughs> um, Jada, um, Jada Pickett. She, she, she was telling um, the young lady, like you know, just, just speak, to speak on your mind, speak what's on your heart, tell the truth, because so you can get your truth out there. So she said the whole situation was she's with her friends, and I believe they was at uh, a bar, and she said she been, she been partying a lot not surprised she's a young lady a young lady that's that's beautiful real pretty and she she got the resources to be able to go to these parties and you know she's enjoying herself so she said that Tristan Thomas was at the party and they was all partying then and then usually after 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 the party ends they go to somebody's house and that's usually the case everybody they want to when the party when the club closes they want to continue partying all night so tristan thomas uh he told the uh, he told the ladies like y'all can come to my house and she she said she ain't think nothing of it he said okay so she went with her friends to tristan thomas house 
and they, he, she said they were just chilling, they were drinking, they was dancing, you know, vibing out. And she said that it was a, it was a seat, like it was a, I guess it was a love seat. And she was just sitting on the arm, the arm part of the seat. And Tristan was sitting there, and she said she just had her legs under his feet. She said she never gave nobody a lap dance. She was just sitting, sitting down on the arm of the seat, and Tristan Thomas sat down. And to fast forward the story, she was just saying that that's what happened. And she said she saw the sun, the sun on coming up. She said it's time to go, so she was about to leave. And Tristan Thomas said you can stay, and then she said Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, bounce. So Tristan Thomas just kissed her. She said that she, um, Tristan Thomas just went for the kiss and kissed her. And then she said she ain't think nothing of it. She was kind of, she's kind of shocked and surprised that happened. And she just went in the car. And I believe the next day, she, um, she told Chloe like, yeah, we were just chilling, nothing happened, you know, nobody. We, we was at Tristan Thomas' house because I guess Chloe was asked a question. It's like, what, what was going on? And basically, she was saying it was nothing really happening. And she said she ain't feel like she ain't want she ain't want to be the one to tell her that Tristan kissed her. She ain't want to be, you know. She said Chloe, Chloe been through a lot. She 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 been through a lot with Tristan, and she got the kids. She ain't want to do that. So she just kept it to herself, and then that's when the reports came out. That's what she said. She said she she takes account. Um, she take um accountability, all the accountability for being there, cause she she said she should have never been there. And but you know it is what it is. She said she um she understand um that she wasn't supposed to do that. She wasn't supposed to do that at all. So she said you know, she hold herself accountable for that. Like that's her friend, and she shouldn't be. At her, uh, at her her boyfriend's house, and but she said he just kissed me and that's it. So, what I my opinion on the whole story is, I'm not gonna blame Jordan Woods. I'm not gonna blame her, and I'm not gonna really blame Tristan. And the reason why, cause Tristan cheated on Khloe Kardashian before, and once a cheater, always a cheater. When he cheated on Khloe Kardashian when he was in New York, when he was with two women and kissing all up on them and went back to the hotel, like, you should have ended it there. And you, not only you took him back, <laughs> you had a kid with him. So you can't blame, Khloe can't blame the young lady for ruining the family. Because Tristan Thomas, this is the type of dude he is. He's not trying to... <laughs> He's not gonna change, and and getting you know getting pregnant, letting him get you pregnant, that's not gonna make him change. A kid is not gonna make him change. Marrying somebody's not gonna not gonna make that individual change. This is who he is. He's a cheater. He's gonna continue on cheating. He's not gonna change. And you're gonna continue on accepting him back in the house and accepting him back in your life. You're gonna continue on being treated like a doormat so it's nobody's fault it's not the young lady's fault and it's not Tristan Thomas fault even if the young lady is lying about what really happened what happened she did have sex with him it's still not her fault because you 
you took Tristan Thomas back once he cheated. And and the way he cheated back in New York, that should have been a red flag right there. That should have been a red flag right there. So it's all Khloe Kardashian's fault. She allowed this behavior to continue because she took him back. So ladies out there, outside looking in, this is a, uh, a red flag. If you see something or you see somebody treating you bad and to the point that you embarrassed, but you take them back and you feel that, okay, maybe I should have a kid with him or maybe we should get married. If you use that and think somebody's going to change, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to get your feelings hurt. That's not going to change anybody. So the whole moral to this, this part of the segment is... Once a cheater, always a cheater. And getting somebody, making somebody to, um, try to find the right word. Commitment is not going to change somebody. It's not going to, it's not going to change them at all. Commitment is not going to change somebody. If this is, if you met, if you met this person and this person, um, did something to, to, um, not be like, so you won't trust that person no more. If they did this to you, they're going to continue doing it. So that's that's what I take from it, yo. Once a cheater, always a cheater. This person's not going to never change. And you can't force them to do something that you want them to do because you think they're going to change. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in 2.2. Welcome back, welcome back. This is on the dotted line. Second, the second segment of today, we're going to talk about LeBron James HBO series, The Shop. The Shop. I believe this is his third, his third episode of The Shop. I believe the first one was Draymond Green. The second one had Odell Beckham and many others. This episode had it had it had a quite a few quite a few guests it had gerard carmichael comedian jamie fox two chains um oh of course anthony davis antonio brown and meek mills and they was um talking about a lot of issues on personal lives what's going on of course the comedians cracking jokes like gerard carmichael and when they was talking about um like don't you hate when you get money and then a relative said oh I did this for you and Gerard Carmichael said all you did was let me sleep on your couch (laughs) and now you want a a Mercedes he said couch Mercedes come on man (laughs) that's not the same level of of a um, of a Mercedes and then Jamie Foxx was talking about his age I can't believe Jamie Foxx is 52 years old that's Wow, he don't even he don't even look like that. I didn't even I I had no idea that Jamie Foxx was that old. So that was crazy. But the biggest headline was the two the two stars, Antonio Brown. You know he's an NFL wide receiver, and Anthony Davis, the um, basketball player. I'm gonna start with Anthony Davis. So um, LeBron James was saying. Uh, was saying that Anthony Davis he's starting to see now he's starting to really come in his own like 
being able to control this narrative because LeBron James said, as players, we have to control our narrative. But I have, I would challenge LeBron saying, how could you control your narrative if you're playing for another, uh, you playing for a team, you still, you still a worker, you. You you play you don't own the team. You don't control your narrative. The players they do have a lot. They do have a lot of leverage, and it's a player-driven team. I mean, organization. It's player-driven. But at the end of the day, you're not writing the checks. The owners are still giving you a check. So I hate the fact that he said we gotta control the narrative because they could stop it. They could stop it, and I don't feel like because I don't feel like the players are smart enough. Well, not not smart, but I don't feel like the players is brave enough to be like, okay, we'll just start our own league if if we can't control it. They're not gonna do that. They they missed the opportunity with the Donald Sterling situation, so I don't believe they will do that. So this whole control the narrative is it's just an illusion. It's just an illusion. Just um a soundbite to make to make LeBron sound good. So he was he was telling you know Anthony Davis. He said Anthony Davis finally. He's finally getting, um, becoming an alpha and and understanding that he, he he wants to do what he wants to do. And I said that's not the case because uh, he if they said being a CEO now now I understand like now I want to run stuff. I'm like you don't think for yourself. You not run anything. LeBron James run you. LeBron James team run you. Because if that's if if that's the case, you wouldn't double back on. Your first, uh, where the reports came out saying that you only want to play for the Lakers and that's it. You double back on All Star said you never said that. You 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 don't care what team you play on. You just want to win. And then that's why you saw Rich Paul in the background All Star weekend. Like oh man, this dude is talking, knowing that I was a lie. And that's why, that's why the Pelicans did what they did. And they said okay, we gonna make sure you don't play with LeBron. Cause LeBron is in your ear. LeBron wants all the players, all the stars, to play for help. It's n- it, nobody's not controlling narrative. AD's not controlling his narrative, and AD's not thinking for for, for himself. LeBron James is control controlling what he's thinking. LeBron James is controlling his mind. So that was a complete lie. Cause he doubled back. That's why I was like, what? I said whatever. And now we're gonna talk about the Antonio Brown situation. Antonio Brown, he was talking about um, the way the organization is. You don't, he don't, he it's hard for him to be able to control what's going on because he's a receiver. He have to, he have to um, get the ball thrown to him. And he was just making jokes about Big Ben and how how that whole situation is toxic. And I and I agree because Big Ben is not a good leader at all. He he made a lot of people like even the Levy Le'Veon Bell situation. Levy, he's supposed to defend Le'Veon Bell when the offensive line was talking crazy to Le'Veon Bell. He didn't do it, and he pretty much added fuel to the fuel to the fa- on fire. And, 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 and Antonio Brown was talking about that, but the thing. The thing that I disagree is what Antonio Brown was saying about like Randy, like mention, mentioning Randy Moss and saying that when like these NFL the NFL players, these old heads, when they when they trying to when they retire and they now life 
after football, they don't do shit. And he asked LeBron, like, when you when you um leave the NBA, when you retire, what you want to do? He said, I want to own a basketball team. He said, exactly. These old heads that retire, retire for the NFL, they don't think like that. They'll be like Randy Moss and work for ESPN. You're like, huh? Why the hell you work for ESPN? You should be like... Do what LeBron's doing, own it. And I'm like, first, I don't know why he threw Randy Moss, Randy Moss out like that. You don't know what Randy Moss is doing. Just because he worked for ESPN, you don't know the things that he owned. He probably owned land and houses and all that joint. You don't know that. So I don't know why would he say that. And that, like, that's messed up. Like, Randy Moss, I don't know why would he bring him in. He Randy Moss probably says something because... Antonio Brown is an emotional man. He's an emotional man, and you could tell he looked funny. He got the whole the uh, his hair and the little blue the blue tip dyed, and then he dyed his mustache blonde. And I'm not gonna get into what the blonde symbolize um, dyeing your hair blonde or your beard blonde. I'm not gonna get into what that symbolized, but he just looked, he just looked looked confused like identity crisis and a bunch of brothers that's that was in the shop you know they suffer for identity crisis in there you could just tell for um you could just tell the way they talk and the way they present themselves like lebron james is a passive aggressive dude and he and he don't like challenging anything he don't like challenging anything and another thing when Antonio Brown was talking talking about Shannon Sharp, like I agree some of the stuff he said because he was like Shannon Sharp, he comes across uh he come across as you know this old head that's giving out um, wisdom and speaking you know speaking what's on his mind and defending um you know defending things and being honorable, but you talking crazy about these young players and. And but you over here smoking a uh, you know not smoking a black mile but he had the black mile and the the Hennessy you look you look crazy on TV look at you you look you look like a fool you contradict yourself you you talking about players but you over here looking like a complete clown on TV what you think young cats on TV is um you know looking at when you doing that shit they laughing at you. So he was he was saying that, and it's like LeBron James, LeBron love you, LeBron James. You didn't even defend him, like you didn't at least like. I'm not. You don't even have to check Antonio Brown. You could have just told Antonio Brown said, well, maybe Shannon Sharp, he, maybe he just wants the best for you. That's why he he holds you accountable, and it may seem like he's criticizing you, but he's you know. He trying to look out for you because you can't like Antonio Brown. You was on Facebook Live when y'all when y'all was um you know when y'all won. I forgot what team they beat, and y'all was heading to the AFC Championship to uh, go against the New England Patriots. You know they don't play, and you know how good they are. And when the coach was doing the speech, you was on your phone on Facebook Live disrespecting your coach would you like what type of message you playing out like that LeBron James didn't even check him on that didn't want to challenge him cause you cause we don't know he, cause LeBron James might not know how Antonio Brown might react to him passive aggressive dude I feel like if it was any 
any um other like imagine Michael Jordan was there. Michael Jordan said, "Man, like you sound crazy. You was on Facebook Live while the coach was there. You wasn't even listening to coach at all. So you brought all this to yourself." LeBron James ain't gonna do that, and that's why this whole concept of the shop it's not really a barbershop I don't have a barbershop feel basically it's just they they in a barbershop and they just venting about their problems their rich problems that's what it really comes down to they venting about their rich problems like Meek he was talking about some real stuff in there I'm 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 not I'm not pointing so much on Meek because Meek was talking about some real issues that's going on but everybody else they just they was just it was just rich talk that's what it was. It was rich talk. Nobody holds anybody accountable. Nobody challenged anybody. Maverick Carter, he 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 asked questions that he know, already know the answer to. And when he and every time he say the N word, it just sounds so scripted. So it's just it's just this show. I don't I don't get. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But I could tell. Um, the whole concept of this show, you could tell this is a LeBron James show because everybody agrees on everything. I I agree with the positivity, but you could still be positive holding somebody accountable. You could still have a positive talk and a healthy conversation holding people accountable. Because Antonio Brown is probably the youngest, the youngest dude there. No, Anthony Davis is, but like let these let these young dudes know like like it's a way you you it's a way you have to act and then and then um the way you act you'll get positive results from it like it uh Antonio Brown you can't you can't do that you you can't you can, like I said you can't expect things to go your way but you being immature and a fill and throwing um temp um tantrums on the field and you you not respecting your coach that for your coach he just got tired of you he's like okay this dude had like a deal you could just go home you would just go home you saying that you you injured man i'm, I'm about tired of you you've been <laughs> that whole season he been acting up he been acting funny like like the whole season he had not been a team player he just wanted it's just always about antonio brown look at juju smith every time juju smith score he's not happy and he talking about he he just want to win. That's not the case because when Juju Smith having a good game, you complain that oh I'm, I don't get enough catches. <laughs> I thought you care about winning. So and LeBron James he 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 watch football. He knows what's going on and he doesn't challenge him. He doesn't challenge him. So I feel like the shop. This is not something. It's not something that I feel like young kids, especially young young black kids could look at and be inspired by because it's just a bunch of rich rich dudes talking about their rich problems and it's a bunch of people that's in that that just seem seem entitled like antonio brown it's in odell you remember the second um the second episode odell said when he talked to lebron like i feel like like every time i'm at dinner Somebody always come come up to me like, "Yo, do that dance, do that do that dance." He's like, "Damn, I feel like a, a freaking zoo animal." Then stop dancing, stop dancing. Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson. I I doubt that you have fans coming to him at dinner telling him to dance. 
They not doing it. They'll probably say, can I take a picture? Can I get a picture? They not telling him to dance. Stop dancing because Odell Beckham be looking crazy out there. He, he's dancing all the time and he trying to get other guys to dance. They're like, yo, chill. I don't do that. Of course they're going to get you to dance. Like, you can't have it both ways. This is, this, you get paid millions and millions of dollars to do this. You can't have it both ways. Like, your privacy is a wrap. Everything is a wrap. That's why I'm like, I'm looking at this show and I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> who, like, what lesson is being learned on this show? What lesson is being learned on this show? And I feel like, it's just not a it's not a good it's not a um a good message for the young kids. The only message they can get is oh, you can get there. Like get your money up and and or and the even a visual of seeing like black men making money, making millions of dollars and um owning things and having that mindset of owning things. You just seeing black you seeing like if you want to call it black excellence. The visual is good, but the mess there's no message. I feel like uh, um, the message that's being perceived, um, being perceived out there, it's just not good. It just it just feels it just feels like nobody's held accountable. I feel like everybody should be held accountable for their actions. Nobody isn't perfect. I feel like the old heads, like a Jamie Fox, you know, or like a Two Chains, they need to. Like, yep, like maybe you should do this and you should do that. And no, everybody just agreed. And that's just, I'm like, man, I got to turn this off. But yeah, that's that's just me going in. Had to expose it a little bit. Um, But yeah, um, go to my IG right now and, you know, follow me and Marquisha on the dot line 18 and comment. Let me know what you think about this episode. And I want to thank all the supporters out there that have been supporting our show. We appreciate it. And also, click the link on our page, DM Line. That's our online store. It's Women's History Month. We have half off, I believe, 20%. 20% off on all the women clothing we have and merchandise. So, women, go go um, get that sale. But, yeah, man. My name is Deshaun Lines, one half of one the dotted line. Peace.